This, 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 we are gathered here today for the Fight Disciples UFC and Boxing Talk. How you doing? Hope you're well. Welcome to episode 91 of the Fight Disciples podcast. Coming up, no prizes in guessing who Nick is talking about. Baba bang, skip bang, baba bang, skip bang. It's so, it's so quick. His footwork is outstanding <laughs> that you're just watching him. You, you, I feel like watching him on slow mo. I, I want to watch him on slow mo, and that's why that's why obviously people call him Neo from the Matrix because you have to watch him on slow mo to see how good he actually is. I'm trying to avoid a potential domestic argument with my wife over that awards ceremony. She's exactly. all, I've, let, I've let her stew for a week or so. She's bought a dress, mate. She's, she's excited. She's man. on her yeah, way down. Exactly. She's on her way when we when we getting the train tickets. When we sorting it all out, I've, I've got babysitters. Well, you're going to be watching it here, love, because I'm going down there on my own. (laughs) (laughs) And following on from the weekend in Manchester with you on our guest list, Nick might be banned from further press accreditations because of the action of a fight disciple. It was only when I was uh, when I was leaving. I thought, oh god, I've got a, I these horrible visions of this incredibly drunk man in the middle of the press conference yeah. with my press pass yeah, swinging yeah. round his neck. You're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast. Before we start today's show, I just want to say thank you so much. It was awesome at the weekend. Me and Nick rocked up at Manchester to watch Terry Flanagan uh, do his thing against Petr Petrov, which we'll be talking about a little later on, and obviously Liam Smith and Liam Williams, which we've debated on our Radio City talk show this week. Uh, and it was great to sit with you and speak to you and talk to you about what you're into when it comes to certain fighters and various aspects of fight sports. Always good to do. We're going to be having another little bit of a ride out a week on Saturday at Liverpool when Martin Murray and Gabe Rosado go toe-to-toe. That'll be a war, won't it? Uh, well, we've got some tickets to give away on next week's show, so make sure you're a part of this. If you've just stumbled across us and you've no idea what this is all about, um, go to fightdisciples.com. All the episodes that we've ever done are on there. There's also a little, lovely little way uh, that you can subscribe to the podcast. You can do that via iTunes. If you've got the iTunes app on your phone, go there, type in Fight Disciples, we'll come up, hit subscribe, and then you'll get three programmes a week. We've changed it a little bit. Tuesday night is when you're going to get the first show of the week, which will be our Radio City talk show. Uh, you get this one, which you're listening to right now, uh, which is a general boxing show on Wednesdays. And then on Thursday, you'll get our UFC show. And this week, we've got lots to talk about on that as we go through everything that happened in the world of UFC 2. 10. Now, if you're expecting us to really go to town on Liam Smith, Liam Williams, then hold your horses. We've already done it. That was on yesterday's show. So if you've just checked your downloads now and you're thinking, where is it? Why are they not talking about it? It was on yesterday's show. So make sure you hit subscribe. Go and download it. It is all there for you. Also, Derry Matthews rocks up on uh, yesterday's show to talk about Conor McGregor because he was hanging out with him um, over the weekend. So everything regarding the fighting in Manchester at the weekend... Liam Smith, Liam Williams, our thoughts on that and everything with Terry Flanagan and everybody else is on yesterday's programme. Today is all about one man and my mate is giddy as a kid in a sweet shop. Come on then, let's get stuck straight into it, mate. I know that you've been waiting, I know you've been gagging for it, blooming out, you were blooming like a... Your legs were twitching at blooming Terry Flanagan and uh, Liam Smith at the weekend. You wanted to get off, you wanted to get home in your pyjamas and get all settled in for high tech. I'll tell you something, he didn't let us down, did he? That is probably... didn't. Never mind, of course he didn't. Sometimes you can you can big fighters up, can't you? And you turn up, and it's like, oh, that's a little bit, but a little bit of a stalemate. People have cancelled each other out, and it doesn't matter who you put in front of him, whether it's the WBO no. champion, WBA champion, IBF no. champion. Doesn't matter who it is. 
No. He comes in and he schools every man and his dog at whatever weight level. He was unreal once again. He's even doing the bloody matador, mate. He's stood Class. there going, come on, son. Come on, son. I'll take you out whenever I want to take you out. It was a school lesson once again. He's absolutely brilliant. That's, that's you know, I, I reiterate the fact that he's the best boxer active on the planet right now. Got everything. His, his movement is just He's like a ballerina, unreal. mate. He's a ballerina. I'm starting to think, I'm starting to think he could have the best footwork, certainly the best footwork of this generation. Where does where does his footwork rank in the all-time greats? You know, are we talking Willie Pep, Pernell Whitaker, Sugar Ray Leonard, Sugar Ray Robinson, Hector Camacho, you know, Ali, Floyd Mayweather, you know, Whose footwear? The problem Bernard is Hopkins had incredible yeah. footwear. The problem well, is, it's it's foot- well, he's it's now he's now unbelievable. In it. So you, you, all the guys you just mentioned there, they're all retired, and therefore you are looking back with rose tinted glasses at their career, and therefore whenever we do that, they're always better than they actually were. This guy yeah. is now, and I'm what I I'll be honest with you, yeah, I've watched all the guys that you just mentioned there. Of course, some of them of the my generation. A lot of those are from previous generations, so I've only watched them on tape. I've not experienced them there and then. And mm-hmm. that, when when you first see somebody do something, it takes your yeah. breath away. For example, the Ali Shuffle. I've no doubt that when people saw that for the very first time when it was live, when it happened, people will have gone absolutely crazy for it. Yeah, This guy, I have never seen anything like this guy. He is a joke. He's a joke, mate. And I've seen some top fighters really good. For example, we can even talk about Linares. Linares' performances against Corolla were absolutely sensational. They were like poetry. I was sat there in awe of the guy, the way that he was going about his business. This kid is just... Next level. Oh, He's he's two levels, three levels ahead of that. He's he's too good. Yeah. You can't get near the guy. I love that. He's too good. He's too good. Who's going to want to fight him? He's too good. It's like it's not fair. It's not fair how good he is. You know, and uh, I, I just can't see anybody out there. Obviously, certainly at super featherweight, I think he's he's probably going to move up to lightweight next. Would be in told, which is mate. Is great put him in for... with a heavyweight. That's a challenge. That's it. <laughs> yeah, put him there's in no, with anyone. Mate, there's yeah. no point. There's no point. I this mean, is, there's... see, this is why I got excited. This way at the start of the year, I said to you, the fight to make this year would be Lomachenko versus Pacquiao. That's the big fight. This oh, is Lomachenko's yeah. year. That is. He's going to smash everyone to bits. And is he? Listen, Jason Sosa, as we've seen against Stephen, he's Smith, good, solid world champion. And I thought he approached the fight right at the weekend he didn't quit like Nicholas Walters quit last time out when he got when he realised I can't land the glove on this kid Sosa kept going and, and you've got to give him credit for that he didn't get disheartened it was it was just in the end his father thankfully pulled him out of there because he was never going to do anything mm. but when you look when you watch Lomachenko fight it must be like fighting four guys <laughs> it must be like <laughs> fighting four Men of elite level at exactly the same time because he steps in and hits you with a one-two and you naturally as a fighter you cover up and then from your left hand side you get hit with a another one-two or a right hook and a left to the body so you suddenly you wince left because you've just been hit with a body shot from your left hand side and then a split second later you're taking a right hook you're taking a right <laughs> hook to the right side of your ribs because his footwear he just it's that way he steps forward have you noticed the way he steps in he land two shots and instead of stepping backwards he steps forward but slightly to the side one way or another and opens up that body shot Ricky Hatton used to kind of do it in his heyday Ricky used to land a couple of shots straight on and then he'd skip and it would take him like three or four skips to get round the side to throw that hook straight down the middle straight down the belly 
But he had a little skip in there. You know, there was a, a, a couple of seconds. We, it'd be like, ba bang skip, skip, bang. Lomachenko just goes, ba bang skip, bang, ba bang skip, bang. Uh, it's so it's so quick. His footwork is outstanding <laughs> that you're just watching him. You, you, I feel like watching him on slow-mo. I want to watch him on slow mo, and that's why that's why obviously people call him Neo from the Matrix because you have to watch him on slow mo to see how good he actually is, to see how well he positions his feet, to see how heavy his hands are from kind of every position. Mm. It's we're seeing something very special with Listen, this kid, very special indeed. End of the fight, he's called out a couple of fighters, right? One of which is Terry Flanagan. We saw Terry Flanagan yeah. the weekend. I'm not no offense, Terry, if you listen to the show, I'm not giving to give you a cat in hell's chance to even challenge him, even though he's stepping up in weight to come and challenge you. All right, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe because you're a natural weight, that might be your advantage. I don't know, but this Terry kid- needs to take the fight, regardless of what we think, well, regardless of what the world think. Terry and Flanagan, if he can get that fight, he's got to get that N- fight. Not just necessarily it, for Terry Flanagan. Take it, it for me. Do it here. I want yeah, to see him in the flesh. Bring him here. <laughs> Don't go to Vegas, mate. Bring him here. I want to see the dude in the flesh. He's as, unreal. As someone that's already seen Lomachenko fight oh, live, let me tell you. Do one. Go in, away. In the flesh, it's even better. Mate. <laughs> do you know something? This is another thing that we were doing at the, at the weekend. Gary Shaw was there ringside with us, who's a boxing historian from Liverpool. He's a mate of Nick's. They, um, these two, right, were sat next to each other talking about boxing. And uh, obviously we were analysing the fights in front of us. And then they got onto this conversation about Lomachenko. And honestly, both of them were obviously at the arena when Lomachenko was here for the World Green Championships. Green Bank Sports Centre, yeah. 2008 European Championships right. in so, Liverpool. So yeah. just imagine... A, a sports centre. Right, so imagine this, right? There's three of us sat next to each other, ringside, watching whatever's going on in the ring. Uh, I think it was Daniel Dubois at the time. And these two are just absolutely cuddling the living daylights out of each other, eulogising over the time that they saw Lomachenko in the flesh. <laughs> Meanwhile, Muggins here is sat here going, oh, let me in your conversation. Let me in your conversation. Um, you know what? The funny thing is, I remember it now. We weren't even talking about his performances in the ring. No, you're watching about him warming up. We were talking about him warming up. <laughs> we, were talk- we were getting excited. Go, oh, do you remember when he was warming up, though, and he was doing this and he was doing that? And you know what, though? The mad thing is... We we weren't the only ones. Every every fighter and coach that was around at that time were transfixed on Lomachenko in the ring going through his warm-up prior to his fight because everybody knew this kid was special. This kid's, you know, a massive reputation, Olympic gold medalist. It's not every, every occasion you get to see someone of this level prior to winning his second gold medal, it was, I think. And uh, everyone was just transfixed by him, just going through his routine. And this is a kid, I've, I've said it before, when I seen him at the Euros, he would box one round orthodox, one round southpaw, he would box one round of just thrown body shots. Even at that level, at elite amateur level, he was preparing himself for something more, preparing himself um, as a boxer, honing his craft so much at such a high level that his performances now, the fact that he's the world number one right now, comes as no surprise because he was doing stuff years ago to lead him to where he is right now. Frank Warren, if you're listening to the show, and I know that you do, oh, mate. Frank, obviously. I will love you forever. No, 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 no not you. Point. You've seen him. Shut off, right? Listen, Frank, <laughs> just for my sanity, yeah? Because the last thing that I ever want this 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 whole thing that me and Nick do with the fight disciples. The last thing I want, he's got this thing over me at this moment in time. Whenever Lomachenko is on, whenever we talk about yeah, Lomachenko, yeah. it's always I've seen him live, right? I don't need that in my life anymore, brother. Right? Just come on. Well, have we, should we just, talk? Have you have you seen Mayweather live? Just bring him here. <laughs> bring him here. Conor put McGregor, him in front of me. You seen Conor McGregor live? Deny Nick. <laughs> deny Nick. His, his access all there is pass. 
deny yeah. that and then yeah, I can get on down, with it. Yeah. yeah, and then I will go in, I'll do the interview with Lomachenko, we'll hang out with Lomachenko, I'll take him around my town, no bother whatsoever, and then we'll watch him do his Listen, thing. Listen, the pound for pound world number one doesn't want to go wandering around Chorley with you on a Sunday afternoon. Me and Jack, we'll sort him out, no brother. Jack, we'll, yeah. we'll put him up. He can top and tail with Jack. No brother, it's only a small thing, isn't it? <laughs> Get him right in there. He is sensational, and fingers crossed they can make the Terry Flanagan fight, but more so they can make it here in the UK because that'll be a treat. If you get the opportunity, go to that fight. Nobody will be leaving in that fight, let me tell you. Nobody will be going oh, no. home halfway through that. No chance. Except for Terry. <laughs> This is the Fight Disciples podcast. Subscribe now via the iTunes store. If this is the first time that you've ever stumbled across uh, the Fight Disciples, go to our website, fightdisciples.com. We try our very best to release three new episodes every single week for you. We have a Tuesday night radio show which specialises on Merseyside boxing, which you can get now. We're changing it. You can get that Tuesday night. We're going to give it to you Tuesday night. So as soon as we've done it, boom, you can have it. You don't have to wait till Wednesday morning anymore. Then you've got Wednesday morning, which will be the standard uh, boxing episode. And then on Thursdays, we talk about the UFC. Quite a lot to talk about on this week's show, of course, uh, with everything that happened at UFC 210. So go to fightdisciples.com um, and download and subscribe via iTunes if you have that app on your phone. Please do so. Come and join us. Lots to talk about in the world of uh, boxing. Um, away from obviously what's been happening in the ring over the weekend George Groves congratulations to him he's going to get um, a fourth shot at a world title WBA super title on the belt against Fedor Chudinov I'm delighted because this is happening in the UK superb stuff for him of course we know that he's had a world title shot in the UK before against Frotchi but this one with a foreigner coming to our shores in the UK make a lot of noise for George Groves under the tutelage of Shane McGuigan I think he's looking a million dollars hopefully he can pull it off this time yeah, hopefully, you know, I'm a huge George Groves fan and, um, you know, obviously after the first fight with, with, with Frotch that was uh, unfairly stopped and then uh, you know, going into the second fight I, I truly believe that Groves was going to win that fight. Um, obviously it was uh, it was Frock's night, um, but uh, but yeah, I think he looks good under under McGuigan. I think he's he kind of re- refound himself a little bit. I think he's uh, he's saying all the right things again. Obviously for me, I, I, as much as I, obviously I want to see him win a world title belt, I, I think he's he's got the ability to do it, and he, he certainly deserves it. But more than anything, I just want to see him set up that that next fight with uh, James De Gale. I'd love to see yeah. him against De Gale in a unification. Mm. Uh, that's another obviously a big ticket seller, probably for Wembley Stadium, uh, maybe not Wembley Stadium, Wem- Wembley Arena, but certainly a, a big a hot ticket in the centre of London. I think that's a great fight. Uh, and to be honest with you, I think De Gale kind of needs that fight as well. De Gale's not a big, yeah. talking about fellas who don't sell a lot of tickets and Terry. Flanagan, James DeGale couldn't sell out a sports centre in the UK, so I think he needs that to really solidify his legacy as a, you know, because he's, he's the world number one super middleweight right now, but he, I don't think he gets the credit with the British press, so I'd love to see Groves come through that, I'd love to see the, the, the another fight with DeGale the unification, and uh, I want to be there. No, absolutely, you mentioned Wembley Arena the, uh, Wembley Stadium, should I say, obviously AJ and Klitschko are doing that on the uh, 29th of um, this month on the undercard now, we've um, obviously on our Radio City talk show, go and check it out. It is available for you to download, like I said, via our website, fightdisciples.com. Um, Nick does a thing on Terry Flanagan, who he wants to see next. He picks three fighters, one of which was uh, Jorge Linares, the guy that's obviously just been in twice with Anthony Crawler. But it might be Luke Campbell getting that shot because Luke Campbell is taking on one of Anthony Crawler's old boys, the former champion in Darlis Perez. We know how tough that guy is. Uh, yeah. But uh, Anthony did a job on him. That is a WBA eliminator. Who's the WBA champion? Jorge Linares. So basically, Luke comes through that. He's number one in line. He's the mandatory challenger. 
It's fantastic. You know, I think it's brilliant. And, uh, you know, I think Luke Campbell, <clears throat> since he stepped up, since he had that little rock, he's, he's looked fa- he's looked phenomenal. And, uh, you know, I, I actually, we know Daly's Perez is tough. We, of course, we've seen him up close. We've seen how, how, how tough that guy is. But I think Luke Campbell is finally going to, you know, I think he really is going to live up to expectation. And, uh, you know, I expect him to come through that fight and then be knocking on the door for a, for a full world title belt. Um, I'd love to see him probably back end of this year, but I think it's more likely to be early 2000. 18. Problem is, who do you put him in with? Obviously, Linares, we've, we've seen him up close again, and he looked absolutely fantastic. We've got possibly Lomachenko coming up. We no one wants to get anywhere near, certainly not Luke Campbell. And Mikey Garcia, Robert Easter, you know, there's some great champions at lightweight. It's a, a really great time for that weight class. So, super excited for Luke Campbell. I'm just glad, to be honest, I'm just glad the, that card, that AJ Klitschko card, has really got a decent other fight on there now. This is the first real uh, attraction on that card on that pay per view bill. So a couple more, please, Eddie. We, we you know we're, we're going to show like we're going to uh, people are going to pay a few quid to watch AJ Klitschko. Mm. We know that, but we want a bit of entertainment. We'll be staying at the awards well, ceremony please. unless you do, Sunshine. Come on, yeah. <laughs> um, bad news for Carl Franson because the WBA have uh, ordered Louis, uh, sorry, Louis Leo Santa Cruz <laughs> uh, to face Abner Mares. Um, yeah. Uh, as his mandatory challenger which is a bit of a bad one for Carl Frampton because I know that he wanted the trilogy so therefore it looks like they're going to be parting company for a short period of time I've no Selby. doubt they'll come back to it at some point maybe Selby right now for Frampton Selby Selby Frampton please yes pl- easy done there you go Nick the matchmaker done your job for you Selby versus Frampton over in Ireland yes please I'll be on the next plane thank you no need to carry on with that then well done you um, uh, another fight that has been made you don't need to get involved with this um, I think a lot of um, fans whether they be hardcore or casual uh, wanted to see this again Andre Ward Kovalev it was close first time round there yeah. is going to be a rematch June 17th is when it is set for uh, and Andre Ward says this time there won't be any excuses leave your excuses at home man because I'm going to leave it without any shadow of a doubt that I'm the boy well there was doubt last time we argued time. about it the fight disciples argued about it every man and his dogs argued about it so let's get it on let's do it again and let's not leave it to the judges this time round which Kovalev is saying he's not going to because he said he overtrained last time he said he was training three times a day he said he gassed out he said he uh, he, he lost his energy I mean he dominated the first start, part of the fight he yep. just didn't do the do the business in the back end of the fight did he so no. this time round we're anticipating him to be better conditioned uh, for the full 12 great fight and uh, you know I'm, I'm thankful it is being re- redone because uh, there was a lot of questions coming out of that fight about who actually won so uh, I think Ward's done the right thing for his own legacy though as well you know I don't think he, wa- he ever wanted a little asterisk next to the name uh, Kovalev and uh, you know I think Kovalev deserves the straight rematch there's no other big fights out there in that weight division these mm. are the two kiddies these are the two guys who are ranked one and two so let's see once and for all and hopefully they're both back up the words that we won't need any judges because if it becomes a gun show um, you know literally anything could happen both these guys have got great chins both of them have got incredibly heavy hands as well so look forward to that one in June and just hope it does a bit more on the pay-per-view numbers this time around now I do actually love when uh, fighters meet each other in random places and therefore somebody's filming it and uh, obviously then there's a little bit of a kickoff, which then maybe stimulates um, a fight in future time now we know um, I'm going to get to Tyson Fury in a minute but first of all Javonta Davis Javonta you know how much I love him I can't get enough of the kid he's, yeah. he's uh, fighting on our shores very very shortly against uh, Liam Walsh um, another guy in that division who is super super talented in Ted and Farmer 
Um, they've met each other at the weekend. I don't know where they were. They were at some gig or something at the weekend. It might have been the Lomachenko fight, actually, but in the in the hall, in the reception area of one of these fancy uh, uh, American hotels, there's a little bit of a spat. There's a little bit of a tete-a-tete. Uh, Javonta Davis has had to be led away because there were a bit of pushing and shoving and all that type of stuff. And 100%, my friend, you know what happens when things like this. The beef will rise. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, the cream will rise course. to the top and they will make that fight. It's going to happen at some point. It looks like this year. Get him over. If, if I was Frank, I'd get him over and sit him ringside at the Liam Walsh fight. Set that one up. Get him in the ring. Get him, get him in the ring afterwards. Get them head to head. That's a great fight. You know, obviously we've uh, we've waxed lyrical tonight about Lomachenko, but let's uh, let's see Lomachenko move on to lightweight, which is what we think is going to happen. And these with these two guys are right there to pick up the pieces. Um, Tyson Fury, I just mentioned his name there. He's been having a little bit of a spat as well. He was over in Germany at some expo. Um, and um, Manuel Char, who is the uh, WBA international title holder, if I'm not mistaken. I, thought, I hope I've got that right. Um, yeah. He picks a little bit of a fight with, the uh, obviously, the lineal king. He went up to the gypsy king. He had a little he bit did. of a shoving match with him, which, of course, he's now going to get made, I would imagine, because this is yeah. beautiful for Tyson, because you beat yeah. him, international WBA champion, you're right back in the mix for a little bit of a shot at the winner of AJ Klitschko. Exactly, and uh, it was all, it all played out a little bit too perfectly as well it's like Tyson's over there at a German expo and just happens to bump into Manuel Char <laughs> okay guys yeah, don't yeah. be cynical we, Nick come we on get it. it was we an get accident it. it didn't really yeah, mean to happen yeah yeah we, they, they knew exactly what was happening there so uh, that, I would expect that fight to be made within the next couple of weeks um, one thing I would say though it ain't going to happen in the next couple of weeks because no. Tyson looks huge he looks too man. big he looks too yeah, big yeah he's massive he's got about five or six stone to get rid of before he even thinks about getting Maybe more, maybe more, yeah, man. Maybe, he's, he's yeah. put some maybe. serious timber on, he? He looks huge. So, uh, but it looks like you know that's what that's what this game's all about. You know, it's uh, get these get these narratives going, get this this rivalry going already. And I think you're right. I think that fight will probably get announced um, for the back end of summer or, or early autumn. You're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast. Uh, now then, this weekend, um, quite promptly. By the way, um, I just want to make you aware. Um, Mr. Pete, on our social media, which you can follow us, by the way, at Fight Disciples, uh, whether that be Facebook, Twitter or Instagram, I'm more prominent on Instagram. That's where I do the majority of my stuff, where I'm taking the mick out of various things with memes and various things like that, as does Nick. Um, And at the weekend, we did uh, an Instagram story from Ringside, okay? Um, And we were doing pictures of Jack Catterall, Paul Butler, the Beefy and Liam Williams fight. But then when we got to Terry Flanagan... We were in. We decided to leave our ringside seats and go and sit with people that had won um, our competition and were on the guest list. We were sitting with people uh, that listened to the show. So thank you so much for coming along, guys, at the weekend. We really enjoyed yep. your company. Glad you all enjoyed it. Thanks for the feedback as well. It's always good to get your take on fights, how you see fighters, what, who you're into, and all that type of stuff. So we will try our very best to get those particular people on our show in the upcoming weeks. Okay. Um, but I was making an Instagram story, and one of I mentioned it a little bit earlier on in the show that Nick decided that he was a little bit bored with the Terry Flanagan fight. Uh, as were many people because the the I wasn't alone. No, no, there was a lot of people spilling out of the arena at that particular time. Uh, and as we said, UFC 210 was happening over in the states. Nick decided to watch the prelims on his phone. So whilst the some people were watching the boxing, I wasn't actually. I was just chatting to guys that were listening to the show. You were deciding to watch the UFC. Now I filmed this obviously and stuck it on our Instagram story. Um, and then when I got home, on when you do an Instagram story, you can see who has viewed what you've done and who has liked oh, right. what you've done. You can see it. Oh, right, you can see who's, who's, who's watched your little video. You can see whatever, who's yeah. watched it, yeah. Oh, wow. So 
First dude was Anthony Joshua. Anthony, thank you, mate. <laughs> Thanks for being a part of the crew, mate. He, he does follow us on social media, doesn't he? Maybe, it was when we did that Paddy Barnes meme year, uh, ages ago, when Paddy Barnes is obviously a midget. No offence to yeah. Paddy, but compared to Anthony Joshua, who's a giant... Uh, we did that, and he ended up following us off the back of that. Uh, but also the guy that looks after Anthony Joshua, who would have absolutely loved what you were doing, mate, at somebody else's rival show, Eddie Hearn. Eddie, we know you listen to the show, mate. Thanks, buddy. Um, I'm no doubt you'd have got some kicks out of seeing Nick deciding to watch TV rather than actually watch what was going on <laughs> at somebody else's promotional event. Uh, so there you go. So I just wanted to make you aware, Nick, that uh, you're probably getting some kudos now from the lovely people at Matchroom. <laughs> Which kind of leads us on nicely, because Matchroom this weekend have announced that they're bringing the World Championship Boxing is back this weekend. World Championship Boxing was on at the weekend, just gone, but they're bringing it back um, as they do it this weekend <laughs> in uh, Glasgow at the, at the Hydro, with Ricky Burns taking on Julius Indongo uh, in a lightweight unification. WBA belt, IBF belt. Don't sell Chris Eubank Jr. because the IBO belt is on the line as well, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I'm going to be dead honest with you, mate. I don't know too much about Indongo. And no one does. The only thing That's I do problem. know is that he, he bingoed Trojanovsky, who was yeah. a top, top champion, undefeated champion, and he bingoed him in the first round. Yeah. Uh, and became, the KO was absolutely chilling. It nearly shortlisted for our KO of the year last year, didn't it? That's um, right. He's a southpaw. He's undefeated. He's only fought out of Namibia once. This is going to be his second time. He's obviously taking on a guy in Ricky Burns that... Uh, something just happens in Scotland mate whenever he fights in Scotland it is just it's just unbelievable he's, he's the Ricky Hatton of Scotland is the kid you know what I mean so therefore yeah. I would anticipate with me not knowing too much I mean this is dangerous with me not knowing too much about Indongo that Ricky Burns will be the unified champion uh, come midnight on uh, on Saturday well you'd expect <clears throat> obviously Undongo after winning the title the way he did with such an incredible knockout so early on in the fight you'd expect him to come out all guns blazing um I think Ricky Burns has probably got to ride the storm for the first four or five. But that's rounds. what he does. That's what Ricky Burns does, doesn't he? That, exactly. And I think if Ricky can do that and then get get start getting some rounds in the bank, um, it'd be interesting. Now, obviously, I'm like yourself. I don't think anyone has seen that much of Ndongo apart from that knockout. Really, is his footage because he hasn't fought outside of Namibia. It's really hard to get hold of. But look at the fact that Ricky Burns' performances against Southpaws at a top level now he, he he fought Jose Gonzalez who was a Southport that was in Glasgow for the WBO lightweight title um, and he retired that kid he, he put in a really good performance and obviously he went the distance with Terence Crawford who's another elite level Southport obviously he didn't win that fight but he was able to d- deal well with the Southport stance so I, I'm kind of looking at his performances against Southpaws as a barometer to see yeah. where he actually is obviously if Ndongo is not known as being a knockout puncher, so I kind of take that last win Flip. as a bit of a as a bit of a lottery punch, you know, because it's not like he's been doing that throughout his entire career. But nothing breeds confidence like like a, a big knockout win, and certainly when you win a world title belt away from home, like against that an undefeated champion Ndongo. like Trinovsky, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and Dongo's been brought in to be an opponent there, high, you know, even though he's got an undefeated record himself. No one at that event would have given him any chance. So we'd be crazy to write this guy off. But I just think if if we can get four or five rounds in the bank, if Flower Scotland can get going, which it will do at the weekend, I think if Ricky can get a little bit of a foothold on the fight, I think Dongo will lose rounds and. Start Start losing rounds quickly. We, we, it, it's just such an unknown quantity, you know. So, uh, fingers crossed, Ricky Burns gets the job done because, you know, we, we want him to be not only a three weight world champion, but the undisputed 
um, you know, super lightweight champion of the world. Incredible when you look back at Ricky Byrne's career that he's in the position he's in right now. Oh, absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Especially when it was on the skids for a, a period of time. He has really yeah. genuinely turned it around to become unified champion, hopefully, at the weekend. And hopefully then... This division can be dominated in this country because you've got Josh By Taylor. Brits. Well, I said this. Here. I said this country, British, as you just said. Josh Taylor, a Scottish kid who is absolutely brilliant. I've no doubt he'll be chomping at the bit, wanting a piece of that pie. My boy Jack will want a piece of that pie. Robbie Davis Jr. has already said that he wants a piece of that pie. O'Hara yeah. Davis, come on, mate. He'll be shouting. He'll probably be a ringside because he's a matchroom fighter. That's yeah. probably the most likely out of the lot uh, to be able to get that made at some point. You know, so it will be very, very interesting. I think think O'Hara Davis has been part of that camp he spars with Ricky Burns, so that might open the door for one of the other guys. But listen, Ricky Burns is head and shoulders above all those four young Brits at the moment. But, you know, the great thing is the belts are here, and that is so important because we know ourselves. That allows Eddie Hearn to negotiate and bring things in and whatever else, and it's uh, it's going to be interesting. I just hope I hope Ricky does it, and if he does do it, this will be the crown and knight. Obviously, unification to unify the belts to be you know considered the world number one by a lot in a lot of people's eyes. What a phenomenal achievement for Ricky Burns and for fight fans in Scotland to be able to you know enjoy that with him and have that moment because. You know, this career is so short. And then where does he go then? Obviously, Terence Crawford unified the other belts quite recently. So would it mean a, a rematch with Terence Crawford? Don't forget, he went the distance with Terence Crawford anyway in Scotland. It could be. If this could unlock a fight for Ricky Burns over in the US. No! Potentially a rematch with Terry Crawford. No. Terence Crawford. No. Could be, a, could be a Vegas job, baby. No, 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 no. Because the wife won't let me go to Vegas. I might get away with going up to Glasgow, all right? so if you, <laughs> And I missed the last time that Terence was here. So if you could maybe sort that out, Ed, get him back over here for a, a, another ding-dong, that'd be wonderful. I know that I'm putting in far too many quests for myself to be able to see these fantastic fighters up close and personal, i.e. Lomachenko, Terence Crawford. If anybody wants to bring Mikey Garcia over as well, that'd be wonderful. If you can yeah. help me out so I can be ringside to see these guys at it. Um, just a quick one on that undercard, by the way. Scotty Cardle um, is defending his British um, championship belt against a kid called Robbie Barrett. I'd anticipate that Scotty will come through that because Robbie Barrett has absolutely no power whatsoever. I think he's had about 30 fights and he's only knocked out one kid. So I think Scott would come through that. But then, hopefully... I would like Masha to, I would like to see Masha anyway. and, and Scott go at it again. I know Masha's got a great oh, Commonwealth belt coming up, uh, obviously on the 22nd of uh, this month in, in Liverpool. But I'd love them two guys to go at it again because they were so even the first two fights. Well, they were. Masha won the first fight. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Stoppage. I mean, he didn't get the decision. Terrible stoppage. But Masha should have won the first fight. Masha should have. Been, Masha should be the British champion. Uh, then they had the rematch with the with the draw and everything else. I don't know. Fit. Unfortunately, with with Scott Cardland, I hope Scott does move on and, uh, and, and you know and, and get this behind him. But I, I think whenever he fights anybody now, whenever the, when this fight was made, I thought, well, you've you've got unfinished business. Like you've got to go and fight Masha Dodge. You've got to prove that you're better than him because he hasn't done that so far in, over the fights that they've had. So I know that these guys. The last thing they want to do is fight someone for a third time at this stage in the career when they've got expectations and aspirations to go so much higher. But He's got unfinished business with Masha Dodd. He's got to get that taken care of first. So he comes through this weekend. Masha wins the Commonwealth title. Surely these two have got to get it on again. You're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast. One of the first things that uh, the people that won our um, guest list at the weekend said to me and Nick was, where are your beads? Um, Nick very kindly then decided to flash his good stuff, didn't you, Sunshine? There he is. There's the beads there, rubbing, rubbing against the, the mic as they, well. They yeah. were delighted that you had the beads on there. You'd done your they, were, they were over the moon, yeah. You, <laughs> it's kind of weird, but... Maybe that's yeah. the way we Let's go now. Let's see the beads. Hey! 
Maybe we do that. We get some merchandise. We get the beads on. Maybe we should get some fight disciples beads made, yeah, and spread the wealth, spread the uh, spread the love about. Yeah, I've got to share something with you before we clear off, right? You know this award ceremony that we got on uh, AJ Klitschko night, yeah? What award ceremony? Do you mean the award ceremony where we're shortlisted for best sports show at the British Podcast Awards? That one, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Now, obviously, me and you were just trying to arrange just me and you going out on the lash, yeah, for uh, for a weekend. However, Mrs. Mrs. Cat, I've got to share this with you, mate, right? Mrs. C, right, she says to me, she went, what's Jane's number, your wife? And I said, why? She went, what's her number? Because um, I'd like to talk to her about this uh, this award ceremony thing so we can arrange arrange what we're doing. Now, me and Mrs. Catterall hadn't had a full conversation about what was going on that weekend. She just automatically think that it was like, bring your partner to the gig. I need some advice of how I break this conversation, mate. We need to have this conversation with Mrs. C to say, listen, love, you know what I mean? It's not that type of thing. It's going to be full of weirdos. You're not going to want to be there, you know what I mean? I need, I need, I need an excuse to bring to her to say, listen, you don't want to be there, kid. Or, preferably, your missus saying on the show maybe that she don't want to go. That'd be wonderful if she could do that for me, Nick. That'd be great. <laughs> listen, I ain't taking this to my missus. I'm going to make sure she doesn't listen to this show as well because it'll put ideas into her head. That, uh, well, how do I break this conversation? How do I do that? How, how do we're, I broach this? We're going to watch the fight. We're going to watch the fight straight after. Yeah, but th- she wants to come to that as well. All right, okay. Well, you know, let, let's... All right, then. Let's blame Eddie. Let's put it onto Eddie here. We can't get Eddie, you a ticket. Yes. Listen, yes. Eddie. So, instead of our press passes, we now want... In the gods. Uh, well, in the Mike's gods. with us. Mike's with us. So we now want six tickets for the uh, AJ Klitschko fight no for chance. ourselves, no the chance. fight disciples, and our spouses. Obviously, that's not a problem. If it is a, pro- a problem, Eddie, please let us know. We'll yeah. let our wives know why we can't take them to London for the awards ceremony. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. I'll tweet him, right? So then it's public. So then he can tweet back saying you've absolutely not. Because nobody's got a chance of getting any of that. Of course. So all I need him to do is tweet back saying, absolutely not a cat in hell's chance, mate. You can have your press <laughs> pants, so that's it. And then I can show that to her and that's enough to get myself out of it there you go yeah superb I mean that was going to be an awkward uh, situation that that was going to be a, that was going to be a marriage wrecker I'm going to be honest with you bro <laughs> it's my own fault I should have broached it straight away shouldn't I I should have gone in there and said this is what's happening she's exactly. all, I've, let, I've let her stew for a week or so she's bought a dress mate she's, she's excited she's now, on her yeah, way down exactly. she's on her way when we, when we're getting the train tickets when we're sorting it all out I've, I've got babysitters well you're going to be watching it here love because I'm going down there on my own <laughs> <laughs> I know what we do. Go on. Mrs. P and Mrs. C. Yeah. Little night out for them. Yeah. They can meet up, have a night out in Manchester or something. We'll organise, you know, That's get them. Or they, or they can just babysit. That'd be wonderful. They could Even do that. Better. There Even you go. Better, yeah. Nailed Even it. Better. There yeah, you go. Exactly. You can have, have a night together where all kids can play together. That's it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Good job we had this conversation, mate. Great minds and all that, sorting it all out, bro. <clears throat> uh, anyway, but by the way, there are people that listen to this show that know my wife and know Nick's wife. Please don't pass that message on. We'll deal with the no, situations no. ourselves. We'll de- yeah, exactly. Please we'll say we'll, nothing. Um, and the way we'll deal with that situation is by literally saying nothing and hope that they forget. That's how we're, that's yes. how we're going to go down. Categorically. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I... I haven't even brought the subject up. I just, oh, yeah, we've been... Yeah, the awards show. Yeah, yeah give it to yourself. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, pleasure to be with you once again. Thank you so much for uh, listening to us. Go to our website. That's where all the stuff is. If you've only just stumbled across us, you're going to need to subscribe, man, because the Tuesday night show, by the way, that we're doing on the radio, if you're a subscriber, you get that before anybody else. Everybody else will only get that on Wednesday. It's still free. We're not asking you to pay for it, or out. 
it's still free, you will get it for your commute home on a Tuesday night. So you can have us Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday now. That's how we're going to do this. So go there, fightdisciples.com, uh, and subscribe via the iTunes link. Once you've done that, tickety-boo, you're in there. And a quick one on subscriptions. Liam Noon, who listens to this show and was with us at the weekend, one of our competition winners, thank you so much, mate, for robbing people's phones that were in the Not audience subscribing these random people that had never heard of the Fight Disciples to the Fight Disciples podcast and then writing five-star reviews whilst we're in there. I checked our uh, chart position on Sunday. Even though we'd not even released an episode, we were number 10. We were absolutely (laughs) flying. So well done. Because you've grabbing people's phones and giving us reviews. Liam, sadly, we don't have a budget to put you on the payroll to maybe pay you for that, but thank you so much for being our adversary and our PR man. He did steal my press pass post as I was leaving as well. Yes, he did. He went to go and see ringside. It was only when I was uh, when I was leaving. I thought, oh god, I've got a, I these horrible visions of this incredibly drunk man in the middle of the press conference yeah. with my press pass yeah, swinging yeah. round his neck, asking all sundry. But uh, thankfully, I don't think that happens. So. Well, hopefully, mate. maybe he won't remember it anyway with the amount of alcohol that he'd had. Anyway, thanks, Liam, know. for sorting that out. Uh, Fightdisciples.com is our website, and if you want to join in on our social media conversations, which we will be doing from the Ricky Burns fight of the weekend, come and join us on that at Fight Disciples on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Pleasure once again. We'll catch you next time because next week, Martin Murray's on the show. Rocky Fielding's on the show. We are building up to the big one in Liverpool on the 22nd of April and we've got tickets for you to win. So make sure you come back and join us. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.